What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This is Radio Sharing and Win Andorra Fellowship Center. You listen Radio Sharing. este pensamiento bien hecho leemos en segunda de Timoteo capítulo 4 he peleado la buena batalla he acabado la carrera he guardado la fe La escuela donde mi hijo Brian es entrenador de fútbol perdió el partido por el título estatal en una dura batalla. Hacía dos años que su oponente estaba invicto. Le envié un mensaje de texto para compadecerme de él y recibí una respuesta escueta. Los chicos lucharon. Ningún entrenador avergonzó a los jugadores después del partido. Al contrario, los elogiaron por todo lo que se podía elogiar. De manera similar, es bueno saber que los creyentes en Jesús no escucharán palabras duras de condenación de él. Cuando Cristo venga y comparezcamos ante Él, no nos avergonzará. Verá lo que hemos hecho mientras lo seguíamos. Creo que dirá algo como, diste batalla, bien hecho. El apóstol Pablo testificó que había peleado la buena batalla y esperaba con ansias que Dios le diera la bienvenida. La vida es una lucha implacable contra un enemigo feroz que quiere destruirnos. Habrá algunas victorias buenas y algunas pérdidas desgarradoras. Dios sabe que sí, pero no habrá condenación eterna para los que estén en Jesús, está escrito en Romanos, capítulo 8 y versículo 1. Cuando estemos frente a Dios con los méritos de su Hijo, cada uno de nosotros recibirá su alabanza de Dios. Primera de Corintios, capítulo 4. ¿La idea de estar ante Dios te llena de terror o de gozo?
kami, Jesus, ikasapulan. Tayo sulain, itimangi sa lakad. At nudugtay ko, itipanupalan. Ijay gloria, itay pagnaidan. Ray kunang ngasikan tay kasing kutang Ray pai ngasikan tay kabak nangan Ti pamati kena pu Hesus ketawa Ikan tu belang mai salakan Mamati ko ni Jesus, ikasapulan Ay sulaan, hintay pang namnamaan Kartariti Diyos, kitintay magulodan Ngayon pamati, isukasapulan Ura'y pa'y siya sino ka man Napanglaw, yan managbasul ka man Di mo kunahin, nga awan pa kay karyan Tani Jesus, inakaaw-awagan Pamati ko ni Jesus, ikasapulan Ay sulaan, hintay pang namnamaan Ang kariti Diyos, kitintay magunodan Ngayon pamati, isukasapulan Hintay pang namnamaan Nagdariti Diyos Kitintay magulodan Ngayon pamati Isulta sa bulan Pamati kami Jesus Ika sa bulan Naisulaan Pintay pang namnamaan Kagkariti Diyos Kitintay magulodan Ngayon pamati Isulta sa bulan Ngayon pamati Isulta sa bulan Ngayon pamati Cuando el amor nunca termina, es el título de esta reflexión. El Señor guarda a todos los que le aman, escrito en el Salmo 145.
Cada vez que mi abuelo me llevaba a la playa, recuerda Sandra, se sacaba el reloj y lo guardaba. Un día le pregunté por qué lo hacía. Él sonrió y contestó, porque quiero que sepas cuánto me importa estar contigo. Solo quiero disfrutar de ti y dejar que el tiempo pase. Escuché a Sandra compartir ese recuerdo en el funeral de su abuelo. Fue uno de sus recuerdos favoritos de su vida juntos. Al reflexionar sobre cuán valiosos nos hace sentir que otros nos dediquen tiempo, me vinieron a la mente las palabras de las Escrituras sobre el cuidado amoroso de Dios. Dios siempre tiene tiempo para nosotros. David oró en el Salmo 145. Abres tu mano y colmas de bendición a todo ser viviente. Justo es el Señor en todos sus caminos y misericordioso en todas sus obras. Cercano está el Señor. La bondad y la atención de Dios nos sostienen en todo momento, dándonos aire para respirar y alimento para comer. Por ser rico en amor, el creador de todas las cosas elabora aún los detalles más intrincados de nuestra existencia. El amor de Dios es tan profundo e ilimitado que por su bondad y misericordia nos abrió en Cristo el camino a la vida eterna en su presencia. Como si dijera, te amo tanto que solo quiero estar contigo para siempre y dejar que el tiempo pase.
Una esperanza genuina. Dice así en Primera de Pedro, capítulo 1, versículos que van del 3 al 9. Nos hizo renacer para una esperanza viva, por la resurrección de Jesucristo de los muertos. A principios de la década de 1960, los estadounidenses preveían un futuro brillante. El joven presidente John Kennedy había presentado la nueva frontera, el cuerpo de paz y la tarea de llegar a la luna. Una economía floreciente hizo que muchos esperaran que el futuro fuera simplemente disfrutar de la vida. Luego se desató la guerra en Vietnam. Kennedy fue asesinado y las normas aceptadas de esa sociedad anteriormente optimista se desmantelaron. Prevaleció la desilusión pero en el año 1967, el teólogo Jürgen Moltmann, en Teología de la Esperanza, presentó una visión más clara. El sendero no era del optimismo, sino el de la esperanza. Dos cosas distintas. El optimismo está basado en las circunstancias, pero la esperanza está arraigada en la fidelidad de Dios, sin que importe nuestra situación. ¿Cuál es la fuente de esta esperanza? Pedro escribió, bendito el Dios y Padre de nuestro Señor Jesucristo, que según su grande misericordia nos hizo renacer para una esperanza viva por la resurrección de Jesucristo de los muertos. Nuestro Dios conquistó la muerte por medio de su Hijo Jesús. Esta realidad nos eleva más allá del mero optimismo y nos brinda una esperanza firme y segura cada día y en toda circunstancia.
fresh start. Chinese New Year celebrations are observed by Chinese families everywhere. These festivities are tied to the lunar calendar, usually falling somewhere in late January to mid-February. These times for family reunions come with many traditions, some of great significance. Buying and donning new clothes, giving our homes a good cleaning, and paying off outstanding debts remind us we're putting the past behind and starting the year with a clean slate. These traditions also remind me of our new life in Christ. No matter who we used to be or what we've done, we can put it all behind us. We can stop beating ourselves up over our past and let go of the guilt, knowing we're completely forgiven because of Jesus' death on the cross. And we can start afresh, knowing we can rely on the Holy Spirit to daily transform us to be more like Jesus. That's why Paul reminds believers in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, the old has gone, the new is here. We too can say this because of the simple but powerful truth. God has reconciled us to himself through Christ and no longer counts our sins against us. Others around us may not be willing to forget our past wrongdoing, but we can take heart that in God's eyes, we're no longer condemned. As Paul points out in Romans 8, if God is for us, who can be against us? Let's enjoy the fresh start God has given us through Jesus. With all your heart, he's here.
This is Radio Sharing and Win Andorra Fellowship Center. You listen Radio Sharing. from heaven was written by Patricia Rabin. At 18 months old, little Mason had never heard his mother's voice. Then doctors fitted him with his first hearing aids and his mom, Lauren, asked him, can you hear me? The child's eyes lit up. Hi, baby, Lauren added. A smiling Mason responded to his mother with soft coos. In tears, Lauren knew she'd witnessed a miracle. She'd given birth to Mason prematurely after gunmen shot her three times during a random home invasion. Weighing just one pound, Mason spent 158 days in intensive care and wasn't expected to survive, let alone be able to hear. That heartwarming story reminds me of the God who hears us. King Solomon prayed fervently for God's attuned ear, especially during troubling times. When there is no rain, during famine or plague, disaster or disease, war and even sin, hear from heaven their prayer and their plea, Solomon prayed, and uphold their cause. In his goodness, God responded with a promise that still stirs our hearts. In 2 Chronicles 7.14, it reads, If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Heaven may seem a long way off, Yet Jesus is with those who believe in Him. God hears our prayers and He answers them. Tell me where do I start? Cause 
and Jesus was written by Marta Hahn. Beethoven was angry. He'd intended to name his third symphony the Bonaparte. In an age of religious and political tyranny, he saw Napoleon as a hero of the people and champion of freedom. But when the French general declared himself emperor, the celebrated composer changed his mind. Denouncing his former hero as a rascal and tyrant, he rubbed so hard to erase Bonaparte's name that he left a hole in the original score. Early believers in Jesus must have been disappointed when their hopes of political reform were dashed. He'd stirred hopes of life without the tyranny of Caesar's heavy-handed taxes and military presence. Yet, decades later, Rome still ruled the world. Jesus' messengers were left with fears and weakness. His disciples were marked by immaturity and infighting. But there was a difference. The Apostle Paul saw beyond what remained unchanged. His letters began, ended, and overflowed with the name of Christ. Christ resurrected. Christ with a promise to return in power. Christ in judgment of everything and everyone. First and foremost, however, Paul wanted believers in Jesus to be grounded in the meaning and implications of Him crucified. The love expressed in Jesus' sacrifice made Him a different kind of leader. As Lord and Savior of the world, His cross changes everything. The name of Jesus will forever be known and praised above every name. Pai, 
gift was written by James Banks. My son Jeff was leaving a store when he saw an abandoned walking frame, a mobility aid, on the ground. I hope there isn't a person back there who needs help, he thought. He glanced behind the building and found a homeless man unconscious on the pavement. Jeff roused him and asked him if he was okay. I'm trying to drink myself to death, he responded. My tent broke in a storm, and I lost everything. I don't want to live. Jeff called a Christian rehabilitation ministry, and while they waited for help, he ran home briefly and brought the man his own camping tent. What's your name? Jeff asked. Jeffrey, the homeless man answered, with a G. Jeff hadn't mentioned his own name or its uncommon spelling, which also started with a G. Dad, he told me later, That could have been me. Jeff once struggled with substance abuse himself, and he helped the man because of the kindness that he'd received from God. Isaiah the prophet used these words to anticipate God's mercy to us in Jesus. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Christ, our Savior, didn't leave us lost, alone, and hopeless in despair. He chose to identify with us and lift us in love so that we may be set free to live anew in Him. There's no greater gift.
riding his motorcycle when a car swerved into his lane and pushed him into oncoming traffic. When he woke up two weeks later in the trauma center, he was a mess. Worst of all, he suffered a spinal cord injury that left him a paraplegic. Dan prayed for healing, but it never came. Instead, he believes God has compassionately taught him that the purpose of this life is that we become conformed to the image of Christ Unfortunately, that doesn't happen when everything is unicorns and rainbows. It happens when life is tough, when we're forced to rely upon God through prayer just to make it through the day. The Apostle Paul explained two benefits of right standing with God, persevering and rejoicing in suffering. 
These two benefits weren't a call to endure suffering with stoic fortitude or to find pleasure in pain. It was an invitation to unshakable confidence in God. Suffering plus Christ cultivates perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. This all flows from a faith that the Father won't abandon us, but will walk with us through the fire and into the future. God meets us in our suffering and helps us grow in Him. Rather than viewing afflictions as His disfavor, may we look for ways He's using them to sharpen and build our character as we experience His love poured out into our hearts. Oh 